we're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast where podcasts are available. excited because you got some sugar in your system yeah all right y'all we are back we are back we are back again back to be black back yes uh this is our second podcast of the, of new the year, year yeah. yeah we're doing pretty good that feels good when you say it i think that's right yeah say so, uh this is the you know we're on the cusp of a civil war but other than that we're doing pretty good you know i mean i've always wanted to live through a war <laughs> why because you know in the movies when it's like everything's crazy outside you kind of have to hide no one knows what's going on and then you flash forward and everyone's like yeah it was a crazy time during the war that doesn't seem fun first of all my back is injured so i can't run so i'm gonna be the sacrificial lamb for everybody like in peter pan there's a war going on but peter pan it's the adults versus the or like kids. in narnia there's a war going on okay can't we just be like okay you're sounding like you're farting on this ball oh can't we just be like well, actually, I don't want to be like that. I was going to say the Book of Eli, but definitely not. That's apocalyptic. But anyway. I don't know. We could spice it up. I feel like we're going to live. I think we're going to see an apocalypse. I don't think we're necessarily going to see a war. But I think apocalypse, I think we'll live through an apocalypse. I'd be down for an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on what kind of apocalyptic things. You don't really usually get to choose. So. <laughs> That's very true. I think you're just going to have to take what you get. <laughs> I could just, just play the hand we're dealt, right? Yeah. So how was your week this week? oh boy oh gosh so do you remember all the times when you would come in here and complain about being in the covid unit and i was yes. like yeah our job sucks what do you want to do pandemic <laughs> oh karma yeah wow how yeah. the turntables have turned i was in the covid icu <laughs> ladies and gentlemen all week and boy oh boy wait is this the same covid icu that i have been in for the not pl- past nine months see yeah but yeah. it's different now oh wow that was nine months ago that was and this nine is ago. here wow. today in the year oh. of our lord you weren't in there 2021 you were in there 2020 <laughs> it's a very different place now interesting wow 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 are you are you st- still having a ppe though <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> enough they just switched out our n95 so it's getting scary there for a second really but we do have ppe good 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 um how yeah, was it though it was a doozy why was it a doozy it's so much shit <laughs> all the time. You're sweating everyone, your ass off. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's shitting all the, the time. time. That's all I did. And everybody's dying. Yeah. All it's, the it's, time. it's the death for me. <laughs> that is true. It's the death. Yeah. Um, it wasn't horrible. It's just like you know, it's the ICU on crack. Yeah. No it, one's yeah. doing a lot. No. But they need to be. But then when you go to do something, six other people are there to do something. For, it's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It wasn't horrible. It was just because I only had to do it for a week. Oh, that's good. That's so, good. But if I was stuck in there for nine months, we'd be having a different yeah. conversation. Did you like sweating and not being able to touch My your face? My Lord, and... it is so hot. And yeah. I all I do is start itching once the uh, N95 is on mm-hmm. because the new ones have like little fibers in them. Yeah. So it feels like something's touching your lip. Yes. Or like a roach or is like crawling a on your lip. Yes. And like you can't scratch anything. Yeah. 
And then I was sweating. So then I'd come out and have pit stains because I just switched to natural deodorant, which was really working for me. I finally found one that I love. It don't work for you in LRS. I was like, I will no longer like I over my life. I do not plead breast cancer anymore because I'm getting the aluminum out of my body. Yeah. And guess what? Had to fucking switch back. Yeah. Because it does not work when you're sweating. your ass off in there. Yeah. I used to win the wet t-shirt contest every day when I was in the COVID ICU because I literally would sweat from my boobs up or actually from my torso, then my boobs. Um, yeah. yeah. And as soon as anyone drops anything, I have a panic attack because my pants fit just <laughs> like they're just tight enough to get by. Oh, God. But like if I squat down. Yeah. It feels like they're about to rip in half, but I can't. I refuse to go up to the next size because I'm swimming in them. Yeah. And I look like when you're in sixth grade PE and you have to roll your fucking <laughs> shorts. So I like have to do like a golfer lean forward to pick anything up. And yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to split my pants. Definitely. Because all the, the thing is we have to wear like um, surgical hospital. Yeah. Hospital uh, surgical scrubs. And every size that you get, I don't care if you get an extra large or a large two larges are not the same they oh, don't no. fit the same no nope. and there will be times i will put on first of all i don't wear large let's be very clear i'm in the couple of x's anyway and so they don't have no stretch in them and i got all this dunk back here so some days i'd be like um i'm gonna split my pants one day i did split my pants and i was <laughs> like i'm just gonna keep going because i'm not if i if i get out of these scrubs I, that means i'm putting on my regular scrubs and i'm going the fuck home yeah so. and i'm just like it's one of those things where you're so uncomfortable you can't help but think about how you're feeling yeah. and then your patient starts to complain and you're like yeah dude i know you can't breathe you're cold your gown's open and there's Suck shit in your up. ass but guess what my pants are about to split i'm sweating i feel like i'm gonna pass out because i haven't eaten and i didn't really plan that and i can't have a snack because i would have to take all this shit off so exactly and then i feel bad because i'm like okay you have covid yeah but i'm suffering here with you yeah I'm, I'm in the trenches with you literally like yes i can i can breathe way better than you i'm not on a vent obviously but I'm I'm trapped with a little roach in my N95 and I'm freaking out. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks. So yeah, it was a great time. Awesome. I'm so happy for you now that you get to understand exactly what I felt for the past nine months. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool How was your week back? Um, your, is this your first full week back? This is my first full week back. Congratulations. Um, after having to leave after an hour and a half and crying at work and that having to get a steroid shot. Her back looked she had looked like she had full scoliosis and it she came into work. It was absolutely horrible. So yeah, this week my I had a student that started this week and super tall guy and um I mustered through it. I forced him to do all the lifting because I was like, hey dude, guess what? my back's out. So you're going to have to do all this stuff. It was actually okay. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was definitely, um, medicated through this process. Um, but I just, you know, God blessed me this week to have no patients who required double assistance. So everybody was like a single, I was able nice. to move everybody. Nobody, I didn't have to twist or turn i did have this one patient who she starts having these jerky movements or whatever which by the way she fell the other night anyway oh no she tried to get out of bed and i'm like why did you do that and she hit her head of course i was like oh God no damn it so i told do her you i was, think it's tardive just i think it is i think, I, think is. I i mean they consulted psych when i was talking to her today she actually didn't have as many jerky movements but i think it is that tardive um this diadokinesia yeah yeah so um anyway uh so yeah, so it was it was an actually okay week. I worked this weekend um, and I was just trying to get through it because I was like, crap, I don't have my student, but I'm just gonna muster up some energy. And I told this one patient, I was like, listen, okay, I'm, I'm just as bad as you, I'm probably worse. I need my own services, so we're gonna have to just work together. My favorite is to come to Jesus with the patient. Yeah, well I had the, 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 and she was surprisingly the heart transplant 
super young girl who just had a heart transplant she moved amazing but anyway um yeah i just told her i was like yeah so i have a herniated disc so um, i know you're not supposed to use your hands but we're gonna work it out together i know you think you're in pain because they just cracked your chest and put in a brand new heart pretty much but i hurt my back at work a couple weeks ago so i think we're pretty not even at work well it's been a it's been overused it definitely came from work the injury came from work for workers comp purposes however (laughs) um it was exacerbated when i just bent down to do something simple but other than that it was a really good week so um i've been working half days for the past couple of days just because I've, I've worked the weekend and that's how our shift works but other than that it's been good so yeah just staying medicated there you go yeah it's all anyone can do pretty much yeah. well let's let's get into it um i want to talk about first um covid uh and just kind of get this out of the way um for those of you that don't know we say this i think we talk about covid every time we have an episode it's hard not to yeah we try not to but you know we got to be responsible so actually yesterday la county la county literally LA County surpassed 1 million new cases. So they have now new beat cases. they have now beat Florida and Texas for new cases in the United States. Just LA County itself. Just LA County itself. That's wild. Um here's what I do want to say about COVID. Um well, let me let me say this first. Um people are getting vaccines. There are still a lot of people who are not. Um there was a study that actually came out which I, I don't know why they put it out in the study because we already knew that that white people are actually getting the vaccine more than black people, which, wow, that's such a big surprise. No, surprise oh my gosh. Um, but um, people, that wasn't a fart. That's that Alyssa the on this ball. I cannot sit still today. I apologize. Here, here's what I want. Who's, here's what I do want to say about COVID. I personally feel that it is so incredibly disrespectful for people to continue going to clubs, going to bars, going out to dinner, having all these parties and stuff as if we still are not in the middle of a goddamn pandemic. It is so disrespectful to the healthcare system at large, to all of our essential workers who are working their asses off and who are tired. People like me who have been in there in the very beginning who got completely burnt out after nine months and I'm like, fuck this, I am done. My body is now suffering from all the crap that I have had to deal with doing with COVID. And I'm not even a nurse. So I can imagine what our nurses have had to go through and our physicians. These people are tired and they are worn out and y'all over here having weddings and fucking barbecues and birthday parties and going out to clubs and going out to, to comedy shows and y'all still having comedy shows as if we are not still in the middle of a pandemic. We... Trust me, the people who are in the medical field, we are the ones who are tired of dealing with this shit the most because we deal with it on a daily basis. We have not had a break. And you all continue to disrespect the healthcare system at large and overcrowd our hospitals so much so to the point where I was on vacation and we had four COVID units. When I came back three weeks later, we had now eight COVID units. We have eight COVID units. Yep. People are waiting. They can't, you have a stroke. You can't even get taken care of, of a simple stroke no, because we don't, have any beds. we don't have any beds. We have eight different units with COVID patients on them. So then you come to the ER, you're stuck in the ER overnight waiting for a bed. You get COVID in the ER with everybody else who has COVID in the ER waiting it's for insane. a bed. It's insane. We literally had, a. I think our numbers, we had 145 COVID patients actively in our hospital. And that number does not seem like a lot, but trust me, in a unit where you are getting patients in and out for simple stuff, like, I mean, I say simple stuff, like pneumonia, diarrhea, a boil on your ass, you know, something simple that can <laughs> be taken care of. Yeah. You can, you get in a car accident. We don't have no beds for you. 
We don't have no, something traumatic happens to you where you need an ICU bed. Our COVID ICU bed, we have no ICU beds. None. We are in, we can't even go and search. It's like a one for one. It's like a, you know, that club, that bar you always want to go to and you're at the door waiting and like two people come out. So Mm -hmm. two people go, that's the fucking hospital right now. That literally is what's going on. And And I don't think people realize that because they hear COVID numbers and to them it's like, well, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of people getting COVID, the numbers yeah. are high. Yes, we know a lot of people are going to get it. We do understand that most people mm-hmm. are young and healthy and can fight it off. But the issue is the more people that get it, there is a significant portion of them that will get COVID severe enough to be in the hospital. Right. So the more people that get it, the bigger that percentage gets. Absolutely. And then the hospitals cannot keep up with that. So we're exactly. overrun. We don't have the beds. We don't have the nursing staff. So then our, we get overwhelmed. And, and then we can't people, care for the simple stuff. Exactly. So I don't think people understand that. And, I, and the thing is, I feel like we have said it multiple times and not, you know, obviously not just us, but, you know, people have said it multiple times about not burdening the healthcare system. And people are just like, well, I don't care. I mean, I saw literally somebody was at somebody was performing at a club and I saw the amount of number one African-American people who this is affecting the most. And all of these ignorant people are sitting here with no mask on. Just, I mean, you I got like all these said it infl- 90 times wear the fucking mask. Seriously. Like, my thing is, why do you need to be at a club right now? Why do you need to be in a bar right now? I have not gone to a restaurant like to sit down in a restaurant since last year, March. Yeah, no, I've definitely done that at least. But I would I'm, go crazy. But well, because I don't, I don't, you know, I'm paranoid. So I don't trust people already anyway. No, but I still, it's it. just the, the fact that, but you're not doing that every day. You're not no. going out to dinner every day. So my thing is, I'm not saying that you can't do anything at all. But what I am saying is that for those serial habitual people, like stop doing that. And then you want to come and cry about, oh, pray for my loved one. They got COVID. No, no, I'm not. I'm not wasting God's time praying for you because you made a conscious decision when you knew better. I'm tired of staying in the house. It's my constitutional right. I can go out. You're right. It's your constitutional right, and it's also your constitutional right to get COVID and die. Yeah, I don't. I also don't think people realize the amount of asymptomatic people there are. Right. Truly, genuinely have COVID mm-hmm. are in the first phase of it where they're extremely contagious have no fever have no symptoms they might feel like they have allergies but we're in fucking texas and the cedar Mm -hmm. is high and the pollen is high so you're gonna feel like shit anyway so you're walking around and if you have a mask your chances of transmitting are Mm -hmm. pretty low but they're not and they don't feel bad so why would they think they need to wear a mask yeah and then you wear the mask and then you have people who you know get it from you know wherever and they're doing everything right and then these people, you know, unfortunately may not have insurance or something like that. And they're thinking about the health. Like, listen, I don't want to burden. I don't want to go into the hospital. I feel like my symptoms are manageable or whatever the case may be. And, you know, with COVID, it can go from zero to 100 real fast. Real and it's just quick. like, you know, you you're you're sitting here going out and having all this fun. And then even too, I saw on TikTok, this one girl was talking about how, you know, a lot of these American um, influencers are going to like Jamaica and Barbados and the Bahamas and vacationing. And now I think Barbados has over like, um, I think they had over 200 cases and their population is only like 200 and what, 75,000 people or something like that. And she was talking about how, you know, you all are escaping America and coming over here, but where the fuck do we go to escape? We don't have nowhere to escape. Like, oh, we need a break from all this coronavirus stuff. But then you're going over to these countries and these islands and you're passing this stuff on to their people because you're asymptomatic. They don't have nowhere to go. They can't come to America and vacation. Like it's, it's the, it's the disrespect for me. So I'm, we're going to keep saying it. I don't care how much you care. You know, you don't care about listening to it or how much you hate that we keep talking about it. But 
Stop disrespecting nurses, doctors, PTs, OTs, speech therapists, respiratory therapists, patient care techs, pharmacists, um, dietitians, um, social workers, case managers, stop di- and our EVS That's workers the word, EVS. and our EVS workers. You all are so fucking disrespectful to these EVS workers that they have not had a break and they are the real heroes through this entire COVID situation. Cause if we didn't have them, we would be screwed severely. So, and they are the funniest people in the hospital. Oh, of course. I love all of our EBS Comedy workers. on 10. Wouldn't do it without them. Yes. I love my, our EBS work, especially at our hospital. But even um, I'll piggybacking off of COVID, um, there was recently in the news, of course, with everybody getting the vaccine and some people getting the vaccine. Um, I know that, you know, the second shot that some people are getting has been causing people to call out of work because they've been having those flu-like symptoms, feeling like crap. But of course, it only lasts for um, some people have been saying 24 hours. And then they're able to come back to work. So even at our hospital, we've been seeing an influx of um, staff members who have been calling out because of that once they get their second dose. But in the news recently, Charles Barkley with his gorilla built back ass um, <laughs> had something to say about the vaccines and preferential treatment for um, stupid ass athletes. Yes, the fuck I said it. Um, so let me play this little clip real quick. 100 million shots. I've given a thousand to some NBA players. What about what about NFL? NFL. I'm just gonna raise it. NFL players, hockey players. I, listen, as much taxes as these players pay. Let me repeat that. As much taxes as these players pay, they deserve some preferential treatment uh, uh, for for life and death. Yes, the, the amount of money you make. The, uh, no, no. I said taxes. The amount of, I just taxes. said amount of money. Yeah, I um first of all, Charles Barkley, shut the fuck up. Smells Republican to me. He is a fucking coon. Like I I said I wasn't gonna cuss a whole lot on this podcast and try not to because last week I went overboard. Anyway, (laughs) Charles Barkley is one of the dumbest, most unintelligent, just fucking coons. This first of all, this is why your dumb ass never won a fucking championship, you piece of shit. There's that one. My thing is the disrespect for you to say, I think get off that ball (laughs) (laughs) that for you to sit here and say that because of the amount of taxes that these overpriced human beings pay that somehow that makes them more important than essential workers to get vaccines even though i don't even personally believe in the vaccine and i'm not getting it yet that still does not mean that Healthcare workers, the elderly, and the immunocompromised can't, you know, deserve to be second because these dumbass fucking athletes. First of all, who the fuck needs athletes at this point in life? Who needs the NBA and NFL? You ain't did shit for nobody. Let's be very clear. No you have not those added. This year. Thank you. You you got rid of a whole season because you had to, and you proved that life still goes on if we didn't have. You games. only get paid if there's fans in the seats. So why don't we get the fans vaccinated so that you can fucking have a crowd and fucking make money? But my thing is, you bit you. All these NFL players, NBA players, hockey players, professional athletes have been in bubbles. Yeah, they can Y'all afford have, to be in. You bubbles. can afford to be in a bubble and sit at your house all day and do absolutely nothing. And still you can afford paid. to go sit your ass at Disney World like. You were going off to war Thank and have you. your family at home where they could get their groceries delivered and their chefs come or their fucking postmates or whatever. You'll be okay. And you were getting coronavirus tests every single damn day while regular people in a world who've been moving and shaking in life were not even eligible to get it because they ran out of tests for the day. 
And you have the audacity to sit here with your gorilla built bitch ass talking about some, well, we should get some preferential treatment. You do. Your whole life is preferential Thank treatment. Thank you. Oh my God. He no. is such an idiot. And that is so disrespectful to every essential worker Keep it to basically say chat. that, oh, let's, let's put a thousand of these co- uh, vaccines over here. Charles Barkley, shut the, f- do us a favor and shut the fuck up forever. Shut the fuck up forever. There's things that stay in the oh group my, chat. Oh my, that's that's a, a dumb idea to just even stay in the group chat. You're a fucking idiot. They, 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 as much taxes as they pay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Also, it's your rich tears for yeah. me. Oh, you're so rich and wealthy that you pay all these taxes. Bitch, you should. You should. Actually, you don't pay enough taxes. Let's be clear. Mr. Oh, I make over $137,000. This is why you're mad and you voted for Trump because Joe Biden coming for your goddamn more than $400,000 a year piece of shit anyway it's just i didn't want to be angry this year i was trying not to be either but then i saw that shit and i was like we got to talk about it but anyway so yes so people if you want to get your vaccines get your vaccines if you don't don't don't. but continue to wear your mask even those people who are getting your vaccines again you are not exempt from getting covid how many people have gotten fucking covid after getting the first vaccine i'm not sure not even a book read an article yeah just a headline keep wearing your mask even though you're vaccinated you are not immune from even if you get the vaccine i don't you're not a hundred you're not immune immune to covid they don't even know if you're immune but the first is just a little appetizer for your ass a little cocktail you got to go get the full meal and that's in three weeks so you got to keep it keep it locked pretty much so um moving on to something that we don't want to talk about what we have to talk about um in the aftermath of the domestic terrorist attack that took place in our american history on Jan- wednesday you january mean what those the 6th people were called by god in their country to do yes the patriots yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think they're from Patriot new england Act. Yeah. yeah new england bill belichick um <laughs> he actually declined the medal of freedom from <laughs> from trump he was like no no thanks bud i'm he good goes, listen <laughs> i appreciate not being dragged by the media yes. so he, he probably wanted that thing so bad it was like god damn it if i do it i have to stand in solidarity he sent a press secretary a text on the side he was just like hey not formally but if you like, can still slip it to me can biden give it to me like after the 20th please thanks so in the aftermath of everything that happened with the domestic terrorist attack um of course there have been so many different arrests there have been so many different um things that have gone on people have lost their jobs the fbi is doing a bunch of investigations which i absolutely love it's amazing just to see these we're sipping on white tears over here and it's amazing and so um unfortunately (laughs) over this uh, previous week um as we are preparing for the inauguration of uh, President-elect Joe Biden, as well as uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Um, Of course, security has gone above and beyond. Um, We now have American soldiers that are actually sitting and sleeping in the halls of the Capitol. Um, And they were talking about, we actually have- They look like kitty cats. Yeah, but I think it's sad that we actually have more Americans more American soldiers in the U.S. Capitol protecting the Capitol than we do overseas. Oh, yeah. Um, and so what I think is even more sad is that these men and women sign up to the mili- for the military, not necessarily to protect the country. I think a lot of them try to get their student loans paid <laughs> off. Like, oh, I got to go to college. There's yeah. no way I can pay for that they shit. Want a I want to get away from my parents. Yeah. This is the best way to do that. They wanna- I want a higher purpose. I need some structure in yeah. my life. I need a Camaro. I want a da- you know, my Dodge dad's Charger. An asshole. Yeah. And so, you my know. My girlfriend left me. Yeah. And I'm going to show her that I, I need can some be money. something. I want a pension. It's and- always a Camaro, though. You're right. Yeah. It's always a Camaro. And these men and women are now. For, forced with the task of potentially firing their weapons on American traders, 
but American citizens. And I think it's like, do you even take that into consideration that these people literally took an oath to protect this country from all terrorists, both foreign and domestic, and you law abiding supposed to be citizen who pays your taxes i may now have to blow up blow off your whole head because you're trying to come up in this capital you know how pissed i would be if i enlisted in service my ass got sent back to fucking to america watch the capital <laughs> it's like you are you finally go get a job you're like a security guard yeah. for a big company and your mom's like hey you have to stay home this weekend because your little brother's home alone and he wants to have a party <laughs> and you're like so i have to fucking sit here at home and make sure some little ass high school kids don't get in the house and exactly. i could be making 50 dollars an hour at work doing some big shit that i like to do that is the perfect analogy i'd be pissed i'd be pissed too i'd like, be fucking pissed you you just i was stationed in italy and i was eating some great pizza yeah, and pasta was, yeah. and drinking wine it was rough for a while there was a virus and i gotta come back to dc to to, to lay in the hallway They're do i even get a sleeping bag pissed. i'd be pissed i mean these people are probably on watch 24 7 but um unfortunately the capitol police actually did arrest this virginia man who had uh fake press credentials and a firearm and 500 rounds of ammo at an inauguration checkpoint which i thought was insane um everybody keeps talking about all over social media how there's going to be you know a lot of different things going on between january the 17th and january the 21st and how african-american people we are targets and be please be careful you don't need to go out in the streets and all this other you kind shouldn't of stuff be out in the streets and, anyway because there's a pandemic thank you everyone Preach. should there should this shouldn't be an issue because everyone should be at home on exactly. account of people are fucking dying from a disease that is highly contagious that you can't even see and it's still killing your asses but um yeah i thought it was really amazing um that even this week in the news how um the guy what's his name uh the guy who had his his who broke into nancy pelosi's office and had his feet on uh, her desk oh his name is richard barnett let's call him out yes richard barnett he actually had a five-hour hearing to be able to go back to his hometown to await his trial on house arrest where is he from um he is actually probably texas who knows (laughs) He's probably, I, we're just gonna go ahead and say he's from fucking texas i bet the it's texas smells right yeah he's definitely from texas texas or arizona or some right, shit it's probably research. texas okay. uh, i feel like a lot of them were from texas but um anyway he we basically really showed out <laughs> we really did listen texas you guys showed that you are red for a reason anyway so yeah so the judge the judge that was presiding over his case actually ordered for him to be um on house arrest or whatever to await his trial however jesus is real and he is working around the clock a federal judge actually um revoked that ruling and also um, extradited him back to washington dc and said that you will not be serving your little house arrest term at your house chilling but what you will do is bring your ass back to dc and, and suffer in a jail also to one of his little homeboys um he's um, from gravette arkansas population three thousand three hundred eighty one people it's close to texas <laughs> but it's even worse <laughs> so yeah a federal judge in washington ruled that the man who was photographed sitting with his feet um up in the speaker um nancy pelosi's office during the insurrection at the capitol will not be released to house arrest so i'm so glad thank you u.s judge beryl howell um stayed on the decision by another judge to keep barnett on house arrest um in arkansas and he was ordered on a five thousand dollar bond but they revoked that shit so his ass is on his way back to where washington dc thank you judicial system finally you got something right um anyway even to this week the viking um the viking guy who has been crying about his organic diet 
his mom said he's not eating because they're not feeding him organic food in prison because you know in prison you just you know you don't have any rights and you just i can't believe that they would not feed him and so um you do get fed prison food that right with maggots and everything in in there you know why didn't you just comply with the officers when they told you to stop like you know just if you just follow the directions and just comply they won't shoot you and he was from florida oh god that's you that's your people no i won't take florida resident no i will not take responsibility for that at all but yeah so he ended up uh the guy who was in the viking suit he complained and complained and cried and he went on some kind of hunger strike which i'm like y'all please if a you hunger, strike, a, you're hunger already strike in prison that's a hunger you're already on a hunger strike listen let me tell you something about a hunger strike when i was a kid and my mom was like you're gonna eat everything on this plate and you know what she would do make me sit at that damn table until i ate everything now granted it was three o'clock in the morning and i still hadn't eaten it and she went to sleep and guess what my ass was still at that goddamn table you go on a hunger strike if you want to so anyway they they I'm finally just like you stormed a federally protected building no, right no, no. you didn't storm you were let in i'm sorry you were let in you were let into mm -hmm. a building where you were not supposed to be and you absolutely desecrated you committed it, treason right? yeah mm -hmm. people get pulled over for not doing anything wrong and get sent the rest of prison people get caught with like a fucking yep. dime bag yep. of weed and get sent to prison people are in the wrong place in the wrong time and get sent to prison absolutely and you you want to you want a shaman meal so they actually granted his wish to be able to get a, a shaman diet is he on death row exactly it's it's funny that you want to eat organic when you see the kind of bullshit they people eat in prison. <laughs> You're like, and I'm a vegan actually. So I'm a vegan. that's like when you go to a wedding and the fucking vegetarian plate looks better. So you're like, um, I'm vegetarian. But sometimes that crap looks disgusting. Yeah. I eat at our never mind. I won't say that because I still got my job. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we've had a lot of different things that have happened in the week. And also to this one lady, um, actually her name is Jenna Ryan. She is a real estate broker real estate agent is yeah. it broker dallas texas, in dallas, texas. she actually went on record asking donald trump to pardon her because it's ruined her business and blah 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 so let's take a take a listen to what miss uh miss jenna ryan had to say very strange experience to be arrested by the fbi um they're very professional and it was very it was a very strange feeling I felt like I was doing my patriotic duties. So me personally, I do not feel a sense of shame or guilt from my heart from what I was doing. I thought I was following my president. I thought I was following what we were called to do, flying there. He asked us to fly there. He asked us to be there. So I was doing what he asked us to do. So as far as in my heart of hearts, do I feel like a criminal? No. Do I feel guilty? No. But I do feel um, a little wrong, wronged. Um, in this situation because I'm like, okay, I'm a real estate agent and this has taken my company. Um, it's taken my business. It's, um, I'm getting slandered all over the internet, all over the world and all the news. I would like, um, a pardon from the president of the United States. I think that we all deserve a pardon. We, I'm, I'm facing prison sentence. Um, I think that I do not deserve that. And I think every person, you know, from what I understand, everyone's going to be arrested. That was there. So I would, I think everyone deserves a pardon and I would ask the president of the United States to give me a pardon. Couple things. One, my friend Jenna, it's not slander if it's true. But first of all, she flew a private jet to DC and then flew back. So we want to put that in there. So this is how loaded this lady is. I mean, the idea that you would fly economy to go and fucking do something like this. But you were poor. like, no, oh, no, 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 we got to do it it's in style. Poor. I would only do it if I could fly private. Yeah, yeah. we got to do it in style. I would, okay, first I'm going to offer you a suggestion. 
<laughs> How about of many. for every wrongly accused person mm-hmm. in this country, we'll swap one for one. One person who brought their ass to the Capitol, walked the fuck in, threw some papers around, yep. spun around in a chair, took some pictures. Yep. You will take the place of someone who's been on death row, mm-hmm. awaiting their trial, yep. wrongly accused. For all these years. One for one. Yep. Super. I would love that. Absolutely. Then I would feel like you are now paying some sort of debt. Yeah. Okay. Also, I would like for one person just to be like, yeah, fuck Biden. I just did it. So that was it. You weren't, you are not patriotic. You weren't doing it for some higher calling. You fucking hate this man. And a group of y'all got together and you were like, fuck yeah, that's an awesome idea. So I would like one person just stand up and say it. But you know what I think is so sad and dangerous is that, okay, Miss Jenna Ryan, you are a real estate agent who obviously is a millionaire at this point to be educated person, an educated person. And for you to be supposedly highly educated and to be able to move and function in this world, to be in the tax bracket that you are in to afford a private jet to fly you to DC. How are you so easily swayed? You literally said he, he told us to come and storm the Capitol. And you did no research to say, hey, is storming the Capitol treason? Hey, Siri. Hey, look, Siri. I'll do it right now for you. Hey, Siri. Is breaking into the Capitol illegal? Okay. I found this on the web for is breaking into the Capitol illegal. <laughs> Check it out. She said yes. Yeah. Siri said yes. Will say yes. And how many seconds did it take you to do? Literally six. Yeah. So before you plan your trip, you should have checked with Google, Amazon Echo, or Siri. <laughs> a close personal friend. A close personal friend, a virtual assistant to say, hey, is coming to the Capitol and breaking into it illegal? Because wasn't the cap the Capitol was closed to to the public supposed to be, first of all, during this this situation and during this time. But also to the fact that people were taking on tours. And I mean, all this other stuff has come out. All these videos have come out of, you know, um, Capitol Police pretty much just letting the people walk right on past them and just like, all right, y'all come on in in an orderly fashion. Like, come on, sit down and have some tea. They probably were like, this is not my fight. Listen, I would I'm sorry. I would have did the same thing. If, a, if God forbid, I remember the episode on Grey's Anatomy where the guy who lost his, I think it was his wife, who came in and she died and he came in to kill everybody else and he shot Derek. And when Bailey said, he said, are you a doctor? (laughs) And Bailey said, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. And he was like, all right, bitch, I'm going to let you live. Carry on. Let me tell you how quickly I would have threw away that PT badge. I'm like, therapy? Those motherfuckers are coming and mess up the lines? Who the fuck wants to be a PT? I would snatch off my green shirt and put on the damn patient gown. Let me tell you how quickly I would have folded but the fact that these people are so brainwashed and you're like this election was stolen and you know what was even scarier even going back to work today i had a conversation with one of the nurses in the icu and she was talking about one of our other nurse colleagues and how she was talking about trump and she was like you know there's still a chance there's still a chance that trump can be president and i'm like you take care of people every single day at their most vulnerable moment and you can study all these years to become a nurse and you're a nurse practitioner now. Like you literally went back to school to be a nurse practitioner. You mean to tell me that all of this stuff that this man has done and said, all the lies that he's told, you're still on the bloodstained banner. Like there's still a chance. Like how many people have you killed? How many people as a, like, I mean, they had nurses. Actually there was an occupational therapist that actually got arrested 
dang it, I wish I could have brought up the article. Um, uh, you don't have proof. No, 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 no. I, I did. She was yeah. an occupational therapist and she took a picture in the Capitol and they arrested her. And I'm like, ma'am. These are like professionally educated people. And yes. I hate using white ignorance is a cop-out because i feel like it's always deeper than that but i feel like white people at large general generally are like well i mean like what's the worst that could happen yeah i'll pay some money what like, are they gonna do send me to jail yeah like like apparently everybody's gonna be arrested man you mean, got arrested by the fbi did you hear what she said the fbi were very professional, They're Bitch, very professional. You're, i it's because you're white <laughs> it is because you are a loaded white woman well, they from dallas it. texas but the, like this is not normal the yeah. fbi storms your shit they grab you in the middle of the fucking night they don't tell you why they're taking you <laughs> i mean it's it's insane that she's just like from what i understand everyone's gonna be arrested and i mean this is like ruined my life it's ruined my it's taken my way my business ma'am you just committed treason i was feeling i felt like i was doing my patriotic duty stop using the word patriot i just feel like if this was flipped the people would have just oh all these brutally animals these crucified animals. these people how dare these black people see this is why you need to send these black people back to africa because they are so violent oh, do you remember tommy lauren she was like you know, oh my god when oh, these were people from antifa <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry if i were a part of antifa i can guarantee you i would not waste a dime buying anything trump you know what it would look like you know mr brown from from uh medea and tyler perry mm -hmm. you know how he always writes with a permanent marker on his shirt <laughs> that's how my trump shirt would have looked if i was if i was a part of antifa <laughs> trying to infiltrate Girl, trump supporters these coins yeah i'm not i'm not going to best i'm not even going to amazon and returning that shit you will not get any of these coins if i was a part of antifa even though antifa is not real but neither here nor there it is an idea it is not an actual group but whatever we just we're just saying americans i just want <laughs> to never i want to be in the years when politics was just that thing that some people talked about if they were really into it no one else really cared until it was like tax time or re-election very true well here's the thing too i think um you know i think with the inauguration coming up in a couple of days it's on wednesday right the 20th oh yeah you wednesday. mean the, you mean the end of society as we know the, it? the apocalypse it's definitely going to be the apocalypse i here's my here's my thing Joe Biden, you've been in politics for a very long time. And I know that you've been waiting for this all your life and to be able to have all the glitz and glamour. J-Lo and Lady Gaga is going to be performing. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Demi Lovato is going to be singing the national anthem and all this amazing choice, stuff. Yes, I did hear That's that. the same thing I said. I was like, why can't you get Beyonce or Jasmine Sullivan? Anyway, so. Beyonce but performed for one man and one She man did. Only. And people were like, oh, she lip sing. I'm like, she's Beyonce. She can do whatever the fuck she, she wants. She could literally go up there and sing happy birthday. And Everybody lip sings anyway. Look at Millie Vanilli. Anyway, Millie Vanilli. Sorry. Anyway, but my thing is this. If you know all of these things are happening, right? I just personally, as a law abiding citizen, law abiding citizen, and a as a law abiding tax, citizen, I know, right? And as a taxpayer, Joe Biden and Kamala, I just think you need to do the inauguration on Zoom. I, I'll attend. I mean, I'll have it on my phone, but I don't think we need to have all the pomp and circumstance and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm not saying you're doing it because, you know, not to do it because you're afraid. But I mean, these people are weird and they're really crazy. And you're going to have a <laughs> lot of American blood on, the, the, on the step. We're in the middle of a pandemic, too. So we really shouldn't be doing it anyway. Which, like, it's kind of like celebrating your 21st birthday during the pandemic. Right. I'm sure that fucking sucks. Yeah. But you were gonna get too drunk to remember it anyway. Yeah. So just stay at home, drink at home with five of your closest friends that you've already been in contact yeah. with. Keep your bubble small. It should have been a small thing. But you know what I think this is? I think the the inauguration feels like you know how when in college 
you were getting a, an apartment, right? And then the people before you like trashed the place. And then you're standing there with your U-Haul waiting to move in. And then no but one then cleaned the, it up. And yeah. And then, and then the, the company now has to rush to try to get somebody to clean it. And you're just walking into a shit show and you're just like, I just want to move my stuff in and my stuff is still in the U-Haul and the U-Haul got to be taken back. That's literally what I feel like this transferring to power is. That's a very good analogy. Like Biden is just waiting outside like, okay, can I put my coffee tables in at least? Because the guy's got to go. And it's just like even Trump saying that he's not going to go to the, inaugura to the inauguration, which is totally fine. He's an idiot anyway. But I just, again, I don't think it needs to be all that pop and circumstance how when the transition of power from Obama to, to Trump happened and they did all the handshakes and all the, the pictures. We don't need to do that. Just do the pictures already in the White House. You're fine. Trump already got impeached again. He's the only he's the only president in the history of the, these United States who have been impeached twice within one term idiot so he can't pardon anybody at this point he can't even pardon himself or his children um when is the senate gonna go and and confirm this like because the house and already did it but i need oh, the senate well, to go ahead considering and i'm it. such a politically savvy person <laughs> who sits and research this i can tell you with confidence that yeah they will be going on the probably the 22nd 20th of 22nd or 21st something yeah. like that yeah but yeah i just think they need to cancel the inauguration like they still need to have it but have it inside the white house where it's very protected um transfer all that stuff over and just call it a day do his little debrief and let him go by his business he's already a disgrace he's been banned from pinterest and youtube just let it go um he can't even pin he can't pin anything and youtube banned him this week too but i just i just fear for the police officers in the city of you know, DC, I fear for just shut that shit down. It's That's not what I'm worth saying. it. It's not worth it. Like you're talking about press passes and all this other kind of stuff. And then you've seen all these proud boys who are infiltrating. I even saw this one video of this photographer who was a, an approved photographer. He literally had his hand on this um, column and he moved his hand down to do the symbol of white power. And I'm just like, they're everywhere. It's just these American terrorists are just like the Taliban. You cut off the head. Another one's going to grow back. That's literally what they are. The Taliban is probably looking at us like, wow, I, I guess we're, we're cool Shit, now. Yeah. yeah, I guess we're allies because we ain't doing nothing. We, the ISIS US, is like, what? It's really fucked up. ISIS is looking at us like, you know what? I feel sorry for them. We, we're not even going to go over there and bomb them. We, we feel sorry. We pity you. <laughs> we pity you at this point. But it's, it's yeah, I have just don't think they need to have it. Have you read or watched all this conspiracy shit about 9-11 and how the people oh, yeah. they blamed for crashing into the Twin Towers were mm -hmm. dead like weeks before Yeah, and all that shit? What was the government? I just like, you can't trust anyone. And everyone's so politically divided right now. But I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, they're all on the same team. Yeah. You know? The team of white. White power. That's it. Money. Yeah. That's why they. Ki that's so why I'm the government like... killed Martin Luther King. That's documented. But nobody talks about that. People are, oh, he was assassinated. No, no, no. He was not assassinated. The U.S. government killed and, killed and murdered Dr. Martin Luther King. Junior. Junior. Okay, my bad. That that like that's all that's documented. That's public record. You can Google that shit. Okay, they killed that man. So if they could kill one person back in 1968, but we can't, you know. But stop you can't protect hundred people from fucking getting listen, into Listen, you album. know what I have loved looking at this week on social media is what's more secure than the Capitol? <laughs> <laughs> They're like prescription bottles. <laughs> wine bottles <laughs> a capri sun oh, fuck. <laughs> fruit snacks those fucking outlets you put in the things you put into the outlets so the babies can't get yes. them. those things are hard you to can't get even out. get those off as an you adult you cannot get those out it's insane but i just i mean 
it has been insane y'all just be careful out there i don't know what's going on i don't have a foresight to know about it i don't have a spirit of discernment about it that things are gonna get rough all i know is i i got two thousand rounds that's you, also, you have a cop out you can stay home because i don't know if you That's heard this true. before there is a fucking pandemic <laughs> so it's true. not even like oh the world's crazy right now let me keep it inside yeah. there is a whole ass virus going around That's that very could true. potentially kill you and your loved ones so you just stay your ass inside but you know what's even more crazy is that people are like how are they finding me i took off my facebook and my linkedin these people dude I you cannot. were there without a mask first of all clearly you're not a part of the kkk because this is again like we yeah, said last they were week, hoods for a reason they yo. wore hoods for a reason and y'all out here oh i'm protecting my constitution rights i don't have to put on a mask yeah and now the fbi found you real easy facial like, recognition it's the fucking fbi it's not the it's not the county sheriff it's not like the pta it's not the constable <laughs> you know that's <laughs> fucking people go to college and then grad school and then go to the fbi for a long time and learn how to fucking find your ass it's with the federal bureau of investigation i'm also sure that many of your quote-unquote friends colleagues and neighbors sent your shit directly to these people the children website. Side. these people children have been turning to me like that's oh that's my mom oh you know what? i used to Conway work with that girl started a fucking revolution i'll tell you right now i think it's the most hilarious thing in the entire world and i'm just like y'all are so stupid the kkk wore hoods for a reason and you over here and, it, and here's here's what i do want to happen or here's what i don't want to happen if all of y'all terrorists who who were invited into the capitol for tea and crumpets if you get COVID, you should not be allowed to go to a hospital. I don't stand by that. That gives me weird karma. But I'm just saying, I think we should put you in the shittiest rooms. You, you shouldn't even be allowed a room at all. You should be waiting in the ER in the hallway. You don't deserve a bed because you went out there willfully ignorant and acting a fool. I'm not saying I want you to die. I'm not wishing death on you. I'm just saying you shouldn't be able to go to the hospital. That's all I'm saying. Wishing a little difficulty breathing. Mm, I don't stand Some by shitty that. hospital food. We do not have vegan options actually yeah, do we have we vegan do. options i, think I don't do. think i've had a patient that was vegan i think we do yeah yeah we have we do have vegan options yeah we do it's just like it sure shit is powdered eggs it's just yeah. water <laughs> water and potatoes that's it um so yeah um also well, let's get into some fun stuff let's, let's yeah fun stuff let's, be done with let's talk about something fun do, 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 do. Okay, no, I have a bone to pick. I'm pissed that Michael B. Jordan came out about Lori Harvey. He could have kept her hidden away. He could have never let us know, which he's done with many girls of the past. I've had to do insane amounts of Instagram, internet, Facebook stalking to figure out who he's dating. She better not break his heart because people going to come for her neck. The internet will crucify her. Michael B. Jordan. Especially after Chadwick Boseman died, like he is the pinnacle of black Hollywood right now. Exactly. Yeah, I think... I just, maybe okay so it's cuffing season right now right and so maybe he's just looking for a quick fuck because there's Lori, no way but my thing is Lori seems to be like i'm not trying to call her a hoe but you seem very ho- you see future diddy call sean you've been with a lot of people justin you, you've trey been, songs she's Lewis been Hamilton. Linked. she's been linked to a lot of people i'm not saying she's necessarily slept with them but you being real hoish out here Lori. like every three months you getting rid of them and people I are don't like blame you either be like, you're hot be as like shit Lori harvey and these I mean, men are rich she's I would a beautiful do it girl too. but protect your vagina girl don't let them stretch you out like that come on now future was a stretch for me personally but i get it i think maybe she's trying to since she dated future and it didn't work out maybe she's thinking she's oh, go Sierra. Back to, you know. so michael b jordan is my russell wilson no 
No. I don't know, man. They look real fucking happy, which good for them, but God damn it. I mean, it's, it's new dick and new vagina. So, so it's just happy. I mean, maybe they're just they, both happy. They're and, just, you know. Here's the thing. It would have been one thing for the shade room to come out about it. I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But the fucking pet names and him posting her and her person is too much. Wait, pet names? What pet names? Yes. He calls her turtle. She calls him nugget. Are you fucking kidding me? I have to see it all. It's. I feel like I'm turtle and nugget that's a quick fuck oh they having fun just fucking that's all that oh is. those names there's no way no no, no. they I just know he busting it down for the nice winter time and in the I summer he gonna so. be with somebody it's else, just when private jets and yachts get involved i don't know i don't think they should no that, that's a quick fuck that's all that is they just having fun that ain't gonna be no that ain't gonna turn into no wedding because i'm telling you she break his heart these women are gonna come and kill her yeah so now she has to be with him forever until he breaks up with her no yeah no. they just gonna be like it didn't work out and she's gonna be on to the next person because if she breaks up with him and the internet finds out about it she's done for at least nine months yeah that's a long time in hodom now they'll be like oh girl power but no way well, yeah, you're right. like, you they, took they another one of our good ones and broke his heart and you're so fucked up. And da, 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 da. It's almost like she's like, um, um, Chloe. Remember how Chloe was just dating all these different people back and forth? And it was just like, God damn, girl, slow down. Slow down yeah. your vagina. Like, just slow down. I mean, I'm not saying you, you know, having sex with these people, but I'm it kind of looks like it. <laughs> I'm not just calling saying. you a whore. I'm just saying the evidence is whorish. Yeah. The, your activities are very whorish. I'm just like, girl, you can do whatever you want and sleep with whoever you want. I fucking get it. But this man is God's gift to fucking earth. So please also, do too, not we're in a pandemic. We, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we're in a pandemic. We, we are in a pandemic. Wash your mouth out. And I'm quite sure he's filming movies right now. And you it's keep going out. It's just not safe. It's just not it's safe, It's not safe Lori. to be in a relationship with Lori Harvey right now. I think she caught a case. Remember when she did the hit and run? I don't Thank know. You. I don't she's know a criminal. about all that. She's a, she's a fucking criminal, Michael B. Jordan. What do you see in this girl? She's a beautiful girl. Has a beautiful body. But she's a criminal. <laughs> you don't need to be with her. I'm not saying you need to be with me, but I'm just saying she's a criminal. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things. She did a hit and run. That's so low down. Like, it, I mean, if she would have murdered somebody, I would have had a little bit more respect she for her. But she did have the common sense when someone was trying to steal her car. Remember, she walked away because she had the keys. Yeah. And it wouldn't go. That was smart. That was a smart move on her yeah, part. Yeah, because she came back and hit and ran somebody. <laughs> she's a crafty bitch. I'll yeah, give her that. You, she's a criminal. Well, she's got to have. She's literally been with. Everybody. A-list. Like, A-list after A-list. And she A-list. don't do nothing. <laughs> she's not she's only famous because she's steve harvey's stepdaughter and she quote unquote models remember like, remember that model? was like tiana taylor for for a many years super sweet that bitch with the skate birthday on super sweet 16 who the fuck is this you just kept saying what do you do do you sing clap dance jump what the fuck do you do and then all of a sudden she came out oh couples go she delivered a baby and cut off the umbilical cord with some beats by dre like what the fuck now it's like whole relationship goals is that yeah. what Lori's trying to go with I this i think she might be because yeah. right now she's just a pretty girl who came out of the right vagina i guess which is more than i can say for myself we're in the wrong profession i just came out of the wrong vagina pt and ot fucking sucks that's yeah. all i'm saying we're I in need the to wrong be profession. a quote-unquote model yeah well let's get into some um some things that we need to watch have you heard that the movie um american skin actually came out on amazon prime with nate parker uh no i'm not the biggest amazon primer that's disrespectful. Well, I'm a big primer, but just not a prime videoer. Oh well, actually, the 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 movie American Skin actually came out and um, it's gotten really good reviews thus far. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it. Um, a war veteran, basically, it's about the fact that he's a black man 
um, a traffic stop went wrong. Him and his son were in the car. They were stopped at um, by police officers, and a white police officer shot and killed his son. And so, again, he's a, a, veter- a war veteran, and um, he's seeking justice. So he basically, you know, goes on this tyrant of um, uh, the police officer and the police station that the police officer um, belongs to. He basically takes all these police officers hostage, and then they have like this kind of, you know, go at it of, you know. Um, this is why black people don't trust y'all. You white people are racist, blah, blah, blah. And they have kind of like this dialogue. So I'm really interested to see, but I would like to see how on one it. person takes a police station hostage. Well, it was him and a bunch of other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. That it, was a, it was a bunch of black men that were like his friends and family and all that kind of Ooh. stuff that were just tired of the police brutality. And they um, stormed over and actually even kind of segueing from that, um, not segueing Wait, from it. Did you see Queen and Slim? No, I didn't. Because I just, I already kind of figured what it was going to be about. I was like, they're going to die in the end. Yeah, but it's how they Did get they? there. Oh, well. And what happens? Yeah, I want to I want to see it. It I was, is really good. You should watch it. Yeah. Anything I w- with Lena Waithe, I'll watch. Oh, well, Lena Waithe or is she amazing. Produces, she's not I absolutely it, but, love know. her. But yeah, she, um, uh, actually, the, the Attorney General, um, the New York Attorney General, actually is suing the NYPD um, for their role in police brutality, especially specifically dealing with the black lives matter protesters they ran over people with their cars. Well, because they, they were weren't patri- They didn't, they didn't say that they were patriots. If they would have said, Hey, I'm a patriot. Then they wouldn't have got, they would have been let. You mean not all of the police officers doing this were white women. No, ah. it was actually the national guard that they, they were there too. Yeah. So that, that was, they, they, you have, you have to, it's almost like, Uno, you have to say, Uno, I'm a patriot. And then they won't kill you. So that's the key word. So remember, when you're storming anything, people that are listening to the sound of my voice, you have to call Uno. And your Uno card is a patriot. But it only works for the first couple. So you really got to do it fast. Yeah, you got to be one of the first ones. After that, it kind of runs out. Then they're going to make your ass draw for a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Draw for spirits because now you did. Um, So, yeah, so that was one of the movies that came out. Also, too, Regina King, she directed a movie called One Night in Miami. And that's I should be in that movie. One night in Miami. Do you even know what One Night in Miami is? No. It's but abs- I it's, love Miami. It's absolutely a movie about um, the night. It's like it's fictional um, about a conversation that happened one night in Miami, specifically on February 25th, 1964. Uh, Ooh, where, and it takes place on that. Right. Very true. Um, it takes place with um, Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X. And they basically discuss the responsibility of like being successful black men during the civil rights movement. It's gotten a lot. They have a 98% rating on Rotten Damn, Tomatoes. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes. I, I don't know if I want to watch that tonight because I'm getting ready to go to work with white people. So I might not want to do it. You work with white people? Yeah. Wild. That's a lot. I see everyone black. Really? You, you're colorblind? I only see color, you know? Yes, me too. Yeah. I definitely have to wear special glasses for that. Yeah. No, but, but there was a TikTok about being colorblind and it's like this uh, spotted background and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to see shapes and I couldn't see any of them. So now I am concerned <laughs> that I'm colorblind. <laughs> Wait, did you have your glasses on or off? I had my glasses on. Ooh. And I, I couldn't see half the shapes. And I was like, am I blind or am I colorblind? You may want to go to your ophthalmologist. I know. Surely someone would have told me by now I was colorblind, right? How often do you get your eyes checked? Often enough when I run out of contacts or glasses. <laughs> well, see, they don't necessarily do the colorblind test at your annual, though. That's the, that's the sad part. Because I just got my eyes checked because, remember, I couldn't put my contacts in. Anyway, neither here nor there. It's a sensitive subject. I don't want to talk about it. Like, have I been seeing the wrong things all this time? No. Well, they haven't done your test, so maybe you are colorblind. But you you clearly see that I have on. What color is my my uh, sweatshirt Green? here? Get out of my house. 
<laughs> Definitely not correct. All right, so what other things are going on? Let's let's go over to the rehab corner. Let's let's have a little walk it on over to the rehab corner. Let me see you walk, 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 walk. Let me see you walk, 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 walk. Get your ass in that corner. All right, so what's going? What's what's going on in the rehab corner today? What are we talking about? Let me tell you something. I. We do a lot of things at this job that we, in any other circumstance, 100% would not fucking do. (laughs) Right. And a lot of it is about, well, no, I like wouldn't necessarily sit with someone and talk about how they're feeling or their issues because I don't give a shit. But at work, you kind of have to. Like when someone breaks down during therapy, you can't be like, all right. Suck it up, Miss Johnson. I'm on the clock. (laughs) You have to be like, oh, you're doing so well. Tell me about the problem. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Right. Okay, so that's one thing. Yeah. The other thing is bodily functions. I don't fucking do well with that shit outside of work. But yeah. I'm being paid to do it. I have to do right. it. I you when you're in a room, you have this air about you that's like, I'm a therapist, I'm in charge, I can handle and tackle everything, even yeah. if it's embarrassing for you, it's not for me. So let's right. keep going. Yeah. Which is fucking false. Like if someone shits on you, it's fucking weird. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but I have to be like, oh this But is- you learn how to turn it yeah. off. This happens all the time. Yeah. Cause the patient's in a vulnerable situation and you're like, you know what? If, if the tables were turned, I would want you to clean my shit. Exactly. Like you don't yeah. have a choice. Like it's you and me in here. You just shit yourself. I got to clean. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking leave you in your shit. It's Absolutely. Fucking yeah. Which I get it. It's my job. It's what I picked. Whatever. <laughs> but uh-huh. this fucking COVID unit. Uh, oh yeah. You mean the one that I was on for nine months? Everyone. Yeah shits yeah massively yeah and i don't know what the fuck they're eating but they're it's not. fucking gross and everyone has wounds and shit everybody's on tube feeds and that's part of the problem so Yo. it comes right back Yo, out i'm telling you right now i can deal with i can deal with i used to be bad to throw up but i can deal with shit i can do a throw up i can literally uh flim like from trachs and yeah. shit used to be a thing for me but i'm getting better at it right i can deal with weird hospital shit mm-hmm. but fucking wounds yeah there is something about necrotic flesh <laughs> new flesh skin flesh like it has I, a different smell it has a different smell like I, and it i can't fucking deal with that it almost smells smells like like unseasoned barbecue <laughs> i just made her gag please shut the fuck because up it's so accurate. when i was a student in the icu <laughs> I um, oh no I wasn't even a student I had I was working there I yeah. was getting paid to be there we were there was there's me one of the PTs and their student yeah we were turning a patient wound care came in and had to look at their wound the what the wound nurse was talking about and saying as I was looking at the wound made me so nauseous I had to leave the room yeah. I felt like I was gonna faint yeah it's disgusting and that's how bad it is all that to say you're trying to motivate these patients they're all down in the dumps they're stuck Mm -hmm. in this unit they've been there for months it sucks so you're trying to be nice and happy and upbeat this fucking man dude (laughs) god damn it every time we go in there he's like i'm soiled i'm like god we fucking know it we know it so he's soiled we get him chair mode we're like hey this is what we're gonna do you're gonna stand up Alyssa's the ot god damn it so i'm gonna clean you up we'll start walking right he stands up I start cleaning him up and he has a wound. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to be a very careful. Cause I know that shit does hurt. Yeah. He has specifically a sacral wound. I'm yeah. Assuming. He has okay. a sacral, he has a wound on his booty Yeah, from laying in the bed. Yeah. 
And so I'm trying to clean it. First of all, my favorite is when they have the Methylex on the back and it's full of shit. It's oh, just yeah. like piled it, it full of It keeps the turds in there. <laughs> there, in the wound. Yeah. So just like, like it, yeah. So I have, to pe- I have to peel this huge sticker off your ass. Yeah, the bandage. Mm-hmm. Then I'm trying to clean up your ass and make sure that there's no shit in your wound. Because yeah. like, I'm not trying to be responsible for that yeah because you go go septic and die yeah yeah right and uh i've had too many calls in this month so we'll talk about that later <laughs> and as i'm wiping him up he says well i have i need you to watch out i have gas oh no and all that flashes in my head is oh, the conversation no. i had with monica fleming who said it's never gas it's never a fart don't ever trust farts in the hospital it's always shit it's always always shit so immediately oh shit just starts coming out of his ass (laughs) oh no and at this point there's nothing on the bed to where he can sit down and i know if we sit down and stand up it's gonna be even worse because it's just gonna pull everywhere so i'm like i said listen it's fine (laughs) keep going i'm gonna catch it Oh my god! So it's just oh, I've definitely been there. Me standing fucking just like face to ass with him. Yeah, with a pad, just catching all of the shit falling from his ass. Yep, because he it's thinks just, it's a fart. Because he thinks it's a fart, and it's mm-hmm. just you could hear a fucking. You no, know, you could hear a fucking pin drop in oh. that room. It was so quiet. <laughs> While he's just farting. Everyone just looking around. Like they don't know what the fuck is going on. Meanwhile, you're holding shit. Meanwhile, I'm holding his shit in my hands and yeah. I had to wait until he was finished. Yeah. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, this is my job. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Remember I got shit on by a patient, like projectile shit. The last day I was in COVID got all of my scrubs <laughs> and the nurse had to help me undress because it was everywhere. <laughs> this, this, so, so this topic here segues into our second topic in rehab corner when to quit your goddamn job (laughs) yeah like you you go to school like we went to school for you know you have a master's i have a doctorate i like i didn't i didn't know i was gonna be like like have a doctorate degree in wiping ass yeah and that's not why i went to school yeah I mean, we obviously have to do it because nobody wants to be left in crap. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be left in shit. I wouldn't want my Bitch, family members to be left in shit. wiping yourself is a whole ass ADL. I have got to do it. Listen. That is my job. With my back messed up the way it is, I had to learn how to wipe my butt with my left hand. It is difficult sometimes to get back there, spending, depending on how fat you are and how much booty you got. We'll get you a bottom, buddy. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm good now, but, you know, sometimes you just need a bidet and call it a doctor. Now I see why Asians use bidets all the time. Well, that was like, y'all, the other day I was working with the patient. While I was working with her, she coded. It was not my fault. It really felt like my fault. It was not. I have the the hospitalist notes to prove it was not. Yeah. But it was just a very traumatic thing. And afterward, I was like, I effectively killed this lady doing my job. I don't even know how. She was fine the whole time. And then she wasn't. And it fucking sucks. It's a psychological torture because you literally feel like you killed that patient. Yeah. Because, like, were they doing, like obviously you're in the icu so you're not 100 but you but and movement is good for you yeah and then there's the risk that when you move something will happen it just Mm -hmm. happened to be when we were moving something happened but it fucking sucks you're like if i had not gone in there this lady wouldn't be in the situation she's in you feel really bad i thought she had died she did not monitor and then you call you call me crying and i felt so bad because i was like is this your first one because i remember the very first patient that and he actually died after i saw him like he coded okay listen but i literally usually what happens is you go to work with the patient yeah. something happens right. or, no like 
not something major happens, but they don't look good. Yeah. So you in the session, you get them back, and then later that day they code. Right. Right. So then you're like, that's most definitely people, not my fault. Yeah. Most people have the most patients have the decency to wait until you leave the room to <laughs> fucking you code. You have the decency to wait to die until after I get this out of here. This was the room. first time that I was still in the room, and this yeah. bitch was like, I cannot do it, and yeah. it scared the shit out of me because I was just like, first of all, I hate being in codes because I always feel like. I'm the one person without a job. Yeah. And you can't just pick up a job. Because everybody keeps, keeps saying, what happened? What did you do? What did you do? And it's like, I was getting them back to the bed. And then it's always they went silly. We were, we were going to the chair and their eyes rolled yep. in the back of their head. They started grunting and they went asystole and their but, heart rate went to the 20. Yeah. And that's what it sounds like in my head. But coming out of my mouth, it's, um, uh, uh, I don't know. We just, And they're um, like, God damn it, PT. Uh, they're like, get out of the room. Like, fuck. This is why we and don't I'm let like, you trying, touch patients. They're all like do, starting compressions, getting the board. I'm like moving the tray table out of the way yeah. and moving the fan that was in her room because I don't know what to do. And yeah. they all have jobs and people are yelling things out, but I don't know what they are. So right. I can't go get them for them. So yeah, I'm like crying at work because i'm like i killed this lady and it's all my fault <laughs> and i was like fuck so then i was off and i called monty and i was like will you please check on the patient in whatever room and i said the wrong room yeah you did and i was like no the lady died <laughs> i was like oh. and then i was like oh my god she really died and i was like yeah she died like when i came in they the, the blue light was already on outside her like, door yo this lady had so much to live for she just got her hip replaced like fuck like oh i hate my life and then i saw another patient and then we she happened to say the name and i was like no i saw her today she was like you just told me she died and i was like no the patient who was in this particular room they must have switched her rooms because this lady was alive and well and i got her to the edge of the bed and she did perfectly fine yeah so let's say this job is not what you think it would be. No, and it's I've not. only done it for a year and I feel like this, so I can't imagine doing it as long as you have. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it definitely is psychological torture at some points, but then you realize in your head, like the other day, the same, uh, the same day that I, we thought your patient died that she didn't, um, there was a code blue and my student was there to see it. And I was like, Oh, let's run over to the code blue. So you can exactly see what happens. Cause you know, Grey's Anatomy and ER and all these other shows, Chicago med, they show you how this, how these codes work. And it's nothing like oh, you see and it on TV. they have like two people in there. One's yeah. pushing drugs. One's doing compressions. Fuck it is, that. No, you and have the hospital, 20 people. A whole group of 20 people have yeah. to respond to that code. Absolutely. They're all asking for different shit. And it's so long. Like that is the yeah. one thing I didn't realize when I was a student seeing my first. No, I feel like when I was a student, I saw a code, but we left. Right. Because yeah. it takes forever. It takes forever. So my first code sitting there and watching it, you're yeah. watching them trying to get this person back to life for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, dude. And they literally switched out doing compressions. It was like four different people that switched out doing Damn. compressions and so this guy he was literally in the chair and he was on my list that day to be seen thank god i didn't touch him at all and oh, how convenient for you they didn't see him well i mean i coded somebody right before i went to vacation and thank god he was alive but his mom was sitting right outside the door but anyway um yeah so you know the patient coded and they were just i mean they were humping on him you had one physician who was in the front trying to intubate him but couldn't get a tube in then there was the other physician that was at the foot of the bed trying to put in a femoral art line um you know to try to establish some type of um uh you know line or whatever anywho and so i told my my i was telling my student well this is what happens this is the person you have pharmacists here you have two respiratory therapists they can switch out you have you know you have to tell the person when you're getting ready to stop compressions or you get tired you got to tell them so you can yeah, switch, switch out, out blah 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 and i was like it's nothing like in the movies and so they were literally humping on this man for like 30 minutes and he did not make it and so i told my student i was like well do you want to see a dead body have you ever seen one before and he was like no and i was like all right let's go ahead and see a dead body because this is the time where you're gonna see Dude, it but that's the even worse part is yeah. when they stop working on them yeah because they don't get them back and 
you you push all the drugs that you can because you're just like so everyone's just gonna stop like yeah. everyone let you just leave them there yeah. and you're like what the fuck and then yeah. you just look at all the telly shit and it's just flat lines yeah. oh i hate and it and then the family comes in and everybody's crying and you're just like yeah all right let me go just go see my other patient for the day because i'm ready to get <laughs> hey, the fuck out of this place keep, let me keep it pushing because uh, i got productivity to Pretty keep much. up it's fucked up yeah it is it's the, like we the see psychological a lot of trauma i was telling so i had gotten moved to inpatient rehab for a while this mm-hmm. year and we had someone code in inpatient rehab which yeah. doesn't usually happen because right. you're in the hospital you're doing well but not mm-hmm. well enough to go home you get moved down to inpatient rehab you're stable yeah and i was telling the therapist who had just worked with that patient because she was pretty emotional which mm-hmm. i would be too if you have someone who's just like up oh, moving and grooving and then yeah. codes and especially when they die it makes yeah. it worse when they actually die they don't get them back because um she was saying oh like i'm sure you're used to it because you were in the icu and i was like no this is not (laughs) this is not natural like just when i see someone die in the icu they're not doing well Mm -hmm. you're hooked up to all this shit yeah you're you know they're just trying to keep you stable Mm -hmm. you're not doing well so like when you see someone die on this floor Mm -hmm. it's so different because they are doing well and that's even more fucked up exactly because they're not supposed to have i mean that it's very abnormal for a patient and you know, inpatient rehab to, to code, because again, they were stable enough to leave the hospital. Uh They, even though they're still on the hospital grounds, because your particular facility happens to have an inpatient rehab. The reality is that they were medically stable enough to be discharged, to be able to handle three hours hours of therapy therapy per day, you know, still under the auspices of, and, and care of nurses and doctors, but they're still safe enough to go, to go to that level. And when they code, it's definitely something that's very traumatic. And two, if you've never seen it before, you don't, we as humans, I think we process things very different. You know, even, you know, uh, people who are in the military who have to see their, you know, their, their, um, person in their brigade. Is that a brigade? That's a real, thank you. That was a really old word. Yeah. Yeah. People in their company, their company. Oh yeah. Their company. People in their company, like they have, they die and stuff like that. You know, I know when Lieutenant Dan and Bubba was going through it. (laughs) I know personally when I watched Forrest Gump, it was hard. That was hard. And to see them suffering, you know, and then Bubba died, you know, that's, that's tough. And then you got to go back to his family and like, yeah, I saw this man get blown up to bits and I couldn't do nothing about it, but you have to shut that shit off. And the same thing is for, you know, medical professionals, even for the nurses. I mean, the nurse would literally, the patient was in the chair and she was like, all of a sudden he was, she checked on him. She went to go check on her other patient, came right back and right back, literally in the ICU is the blink of an eye. And she was like, all of a sudden he was in the chair. He was just kind of like slumped down and she was like, oh, Mr. So-and-so, she thought maybe he took a nap. Yeah, he took an eternal sleep and they had to drag his ass back to the bed. The man had just had surgery the day before and coded and died. See, that's why I wasn't ready for this kind of emotional way. Because I was like, we see people very close to death all the time, dying all the time and dead all the time. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, that sucks. Great guy. Saw him once. That really is not fun. Or even some patients who die, you're just like, yeah, they needed to die. Or like, yeah, they they looked like it. We saw that. You know what I mean? And you keep it pushing. But like when i felt like someone died at my hands yeah that shit was awful yeah it's because you you literally you feel like it was your fault like had you not worked with them would they still be alive would Mm -hmm. that not have happened and it's like it's actually better that it does happen with you because at least you're able to catch it versus if 
you know, in the middle of the night or the nurse is not there or something like that. So, you know, it, it's it, working in the ICU can be pretty traumatic. And then even too, sometimes you wonder, is this job even worth it? Like, should we just fucking quit our job? Dude, jobs? my body. I think about that all the time. Like, what will this do to my body? You see these, what it's doing to my body right now. These people are like 600 pounds and you got to get them up. You do. Because if they if you don't move them, they'll die. Yeah. If you move them, they'll die. And if you don't move them, they'll die. So you might as well just get it's them up. It's a very thin line we, yes, we walk. Very, very much true. I mean, I've been reevaluating my career. Um, I've been I've been blessed enough to be able to go back to school and have multiple degrees and I went back recently almost three years ago actually June of this year will be three years and I went back to get my MBA um, and I'm grateful that I did go back for my MBA because I have a second career that I can go to um, and I can still work in the medical field but not actually have to be on the floor treating patients Patient because care, yeah. my body is, first of all, I'm obese. That's number one. And I try, I don't care how much you use proper body mechanics. You doing this enough, especially in the ICU. Like I'm only in the ICU. I'm rarely ever out of the ICU. And for the past nine months, especially too, my back has been tweaking for a while and I've been just ignoring it because I'm like, no, these patients, they need us. They need our care. We're in the thick of things. I have a great work ethic. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a mediocre person. It's like, what's my back pain to them? Exactly. Because if you listen, you get up for 30 minutes, an hour with therapy, but you're in the bed for 23 hours. Exactly. And, And me even being on vacation and being stuck in the bed and I'm like, I know I need to move and yeah. I'm trying to move. But the more I move, the more it hurts. And you know how we lie and tell patients, oh, you know, to help your pain movement. No, the fuck it doesn't. That shit movement hurts more. Medicine. It's not. Mo- what, what was Queen to say? Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It is, but only after the shitty 10, Listen, 10 minutes of it. It's it's motion is lotion when you have narcotics on board. Well, that was very true. Okay. For the first two weeks, I had no narcotics. All Bitch, I had why do you was, think I have to pay a trainer to even get my ass to the gym <laughs> every week because i will not go yeah well see this is and this is me a part of me evaluating reevaluating my career you know i'm definitely ready to leave the floor as a physical therapist and i'm i'm I, I feel like I've done my due diligence and that I've learned what I needed to learn. I feel like I've mastered my craft. Do I feel like I'm the end all be all queen physical therapist? Absolutely not. There's still a ton of shit that I can learn, but I feel like in my personal career, I am satisfied of the level of knowledge that I've gained and the experience that I've been able to put to my hands, the people that I've been able to teach and the wisdom that I've been able to give. And so I'm ready to move on and I'm ready to get off the floor as a therapist because my body is telling me, bitch, you need to lose weight. Your mind is telling you no, but your body is telling you, yeah. My mind is telling me yes. And my body is saying, (laughs) fuck yes. Get the fuck off the floor. Dude, it's hard. It's hard work. And I think people, I guess at the hospital, when you see us work, we're only with our patients, especially in the ICU, like 30 minutes, right? Because that's all they can handle. And you're in in and out. But like, I have eight, nine, 10 patients a day. Right. So doing that consecutively and if everybody on your list is like, oh, pull me up, do this, do that. Uh And then, you know, you're holding them up and you're using your body as an anchor for these people. That's a lot. Oh, and COVID ICU the other day, we've been getting this guy up for three days. Mm -hmm. PT was in the back for two of the days, right? And I was in the front. This guy's traked on the vent, Mm -hmm. every line on a freaking sand bed. So you already know how I feel. Oh my God. I will never. A sand pit. I will never treat anybody on a sand bed because you will not fuck up my back. You won't. Yeah, so the first, he's not really communicating. He's there a little bit kind of responsive. He kind of initiates in the trunk when we sit him up. So he's been Mm -hmm. doing a little something. Yeah. The day I move to the back, (laughs) he already looks bad. He doesn't look good. And he's hot, but he doesn't have a fever. His breathing is real rapid, but he Mm -hmm. was kind of had rapid breathing before. Yeah. When I tell you this man was not initiating shit on a sand bed. Yep. I was like, 
No. You're fighting the bed. You're, fi- you're not even fighting the patient. You're fighting the goddamn bed. I was just like, bed. it feels like there is 600 pounds yes. pulling back on me right now. Yes. And every time I would try to get a, gr- I was sweating. My I couldn't get a good hold on him. And I was yep. like, I cannot do this shit. Thank God you didn't step in something on the floor that caused you to slip. Because that's happened multiple times on this one patient. And I, I remember I went to the doctor specifically. I went to three different physicians. And the one who ordered the goddamn bed. And I was like, listen, bitch. I am not treating this patient on this fucking bed. I could give a shit about his fucking wounds. You will not tear up my goddamn back. I cannot effectively do my job with this stupid ass bed. She's like, well, I mean, one of the other doctors was the one who ordered. I don't give a shit. Anybody with the letters MD behind their names is responsible. (laughs) And I'm getting this fucking bed out of here. And what did I do? I switched the bed. I was like, you're not about to kill me. Y'all, this bed is like the middle part is just full sand, like a sand pit. And the outside inflates like those fucking Looney Tune guys outside of a car yes. wash that waves its hands on the up part, and you can't move around on it. No, you're lit- and then it's like, oh, make it firm. You try making sand firm. It's like a waterbed that you were like, make the water firm. Seriously, it's literally like, what is it? Quicksand. You're yeah. just sinking, and the patient is just they can't get their balance. And they just start doing that. Yeah, and I'm like, you're putting more pressure on their butt trying to trying to sit them up. Those are the worst. But I don't know who invented those beds, but you're an idiot, and I hate you. Anyway, yeah, but that makes like a minute feels yeah. like five. Oh, absolutely. You can't sustain. You be shaking like exactly. It's a workout for me. I was yeah. like, do, do they even feel this? Because I don't think they do. This is on me. Yeah, I was having a conversation with one of our one of our coworkers today while I was at work. Even though today's a Sunday. Anyway, um, I was having a conversation, and you know, she's been a therapist for over twenty years, and you know, she was just telling me how you know she's had so many back issues, you know, wrist issues, ankle issues, and she's like, you know, listen, I'm too close to retirement. I'm not lifting nobody, and I told my patients all this week. I was like, yo. Um, I'm hurt and I'm injured. So if you hit the floor, I will not try this to slow it. I won't. Slow. And then today I had this patient who was like 364 pounds and I was just like, and it, and it says double for standing twice in the comments. And I was like, okay. So I'd bet. Not even, uh, bridges, ankle pumps, <laughs> Low, quad sets, quads. exactly. Short arc quads. Cause, and then when I walked on the unit and I saw an impeller, I was like, yes, he has a fucking groin line. I don't have to see him. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, Hey, Hey nurse, is this groin or axillary? It's, it's in, it's in the groin, right? Femoral, As femoral? Fucking bed is that a exactly. huge slant. And she's like, Oh no, it's femoral. They just put it in like late last night. I was like, yes, he's That's not a hole for me. Watch. He ends up on my list tomorrow. I already know it. I already know. It. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause I feel like we have the gung ho energy that's like let's at least try let's yeah. get you out of bed it's gonna be good for you but it's like at what fucking cost to, cost my, back? to my back yeah. yeah my arms i mean shoulders we've had patients i mean uh therapists with shoulder issues you've you know uh torn your rotator cuff and it's, it's just like at what point do you give up therapy yeah. you, like you love doing this but at what point do you say oh well I love acute care. I love ICU. I love the intensity of it. But then if you, if I go to inpatient rehab, I'm going to be doing more at, at a longer period of time. Do I go to a sniff? Hell no. Do I go to peds? Then I'm going to be stuck on the floor all day. Or do yeah, I just do outpatient and be bored? Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm 26 with back problems. I'm 36, but I'm also obese. So that's, again, my goal is to lose hundred pounds this, this year. We can do it. P- please keep me accountable. Also, I just watched that TikTok that we can go to the Dominican for 800 for no, that's wrong. For $8,500, we can get what? a tummy tuck, a BBL, and a full two-week stay until you're 16 days post-op. Ma'am, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm just saying. You Not said only this that. Year. You said this year. Right. We're still going to be in a pandemic this year, December 31st, 2021. This year. But also, too, why? Okay, I'm a homeowner. I'm not going to take $8,500 $8, of my savings 
to now go to, to the I'm Dominican saying, Republic. You said Dominican Republic option. or Puerto Rico? What are you saying? Dominican Republic. You don't even Dominican. listen to me. You don't even fucking listen. That's, why, that's listen. what the problem is. $8,500? Honey, that's I'm going into saying. escrow. Okay? When y'all see me that's gonna be me buying some property. as fuck overnight next year, y'all know why. You're going to be snatched as fuck and I'm going to be over here buying land. Okay, I don't want to land. I want a fucking fat ass and a slim waist. <laughs> uh, listen, I got a fat ass. Trust me, it's overrated. <laughs> I promise you, your 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 draws be in your ass. Your your, your booty eats your draws. Okay, I can't wait. It's not worth it. I can I can so guarantee you, your thongs get lost. Okay, having a big booty is not all that it's cracked up to be. Trust me, I got back problems now carrying all this. I mean, I got a lot in the front too, but I got a lot in the back. So I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long I can physically be a therapist on the floor lifting these heavy ass people people yeah. are just getting heavier and heavier but that's what we were talking about last time about you know taking time off especially with your pto like you know we try our best to conserve our pto all the time because we're like oh we got to help out the unit and we got to yeah. help out a department and we don't want to you know call in and all this other kind of stuff listen people have made calling in this horrible god awful thing and it's not like no let's normalize call i'm not calling in i'm telling you I ain't coming. Not That's not today. me calling in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, like this one girl said, PTO does not stand for personal time off. It stands for prepare the others. Cause I, I ain't fucking coming in. It's fucked up at this job because when we're not there to me in my head, I feel like that is taking, that is directly taking away from someone getting the therapy they need. Fuck them patients. Fuck them I know. <laughs> and it shouldn't be like that, but it's just because of everything going on. Yeah. And then I feel bad, but in the grand scheme of things, what? And then I see you, you're only seeing four or five people, right? I mean, I had nine people on my list on Friday, but yeah, okay. Okay, uh, yeah. Right. But in that coordinating-wise, appropriate-wise, true therapy-wise, other than going in there and evaling someone who can only be up for 15 seconds because <laughs> they just had a cabbage. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely gets difficult, but I, I am starting to normalize. And then even to, like, in different countries, the fact that people have sick time and PTO. We only have it's PTO that and that's me. it. And yeah. I think that is so stupid, especially when we have such physical jobs, even nurses and physicians, honestly, I feel like physicians work the most physicians and nurses and RTs work the most unhealthiest, like uh, rotations of hours. Like yeah. the fact that you are working, there should be no reason why you're working a 12 hour shift. That to me is not healthy for anyone to be doing that much physical labor for 12 hours. Physicians and residents and interns are doing like 24 and 48 hour shifts. First of all, I get to work, at seven o'clock in the morning and by two o'clock my brain done shut off oh. and it takes me forever to finish charting you think i'm gonna be able to survive being on call for 48 hours you if i'm not damn off face. the floor by 12 30 i'm in a bad mood listen, i have a problem i'm hangry i'm mental i'm physically spent listen i just need to sit down i got yeah. ice packs in my damn drawers and shit well not yeah. in my drawers but they are in my drawers because they're on my back but anyway <laughs> i got ice packs and i'm on tylenol and tramadol and everything else and you talking about 12 hours? They should to at do least, as a, like, can they at least pay for my gym membership or a chiropractor or something? I can't even go to the gym right now. Which That's I need to true. put a pause on my thing. Can you put a pause on your gym? I hope you can. I need to. But anyway, yeah. They need to be paying for me to be chiropractorized right now. I'm paying for that shit out of pocket because I have not met my deductible because I'm not a sickly person. Thank God. But yeah, I mean, you know, we should we should be getting weekly massages. They should ma yeah. make us do mandatory yoga or something because something stretch. Yeah. this stretch job zone, is I'd love too... Stretch zone membership. Well, you stretch zone either. is probably the reason why. I'm in <laughs> they were like, we're going to get you right. She, it got you left. He's like, oh, is it three? Is it five? Is it seven? I should have said everything was a goddamn seven. That's what I should have done. She did. said, look how flexible I am. All right, bitch. You're like, going to flex yourself right into it. a herniated I disc. I sure did. Like, it, it, it was bulging. And that, that disc was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm done. Yeah. yeah so well, I, a good thing about these careers is that 
PT and OT is, can be a lot of different things. Very you true. Know? There's a lot of things you can do that aren't direct patient care. Yeah. And then also too, like I always tell my students, don't limit yourself to just being a PT and OT. Being just a PT and OT is very fulfilling, is amazing career. But also too, you you have to think long term that maybe you you may want to go into something else, whether it be leadership or teaching and stuff like that to be able to preserve your body because your body is your livelihood. And unfortunately, in this country, we do not have the privilege of having sick and PTO. And when you need to be out, they do not care. And you will run out of money real fast. So this is why my ass ran out of PTO. And I was like, I'm not dipping in my savings. So I. Well, this bitch was like, I'm going to take 19 weeks off. And then surprise (laughs) when her PTO runs out. And I I conserved all of that PTO during the pandemic. I didn't take a single day. I didn't call in for an entire year. No, I lied. I called in one day. I called in one day. For the whole year. And that's not like me. Because usually once a month, I'll be like, hey, I ain't coming in. And I'm not telling you why I'm not coming in. I need a personal. I don't even need a personal day. Bitch, I ain't going to be there. Oh, are you sick? Were you okay? I saw you called in. Get out my business, Becky. Get out my business. It's none of your business why I didn't come to work, bitch. I just know that on the answer machine, hey, it's me. I ain't going to be there. Have a great day. I don't need no doctors. No, I, I can call in. Thank you. Again, I'm not calling in. I'm helping you to prepare the others. Cause I ain't gonna be there. You're giving your notice. Giving my notice that I'm taking a day off. Thank you. Cause supervisors and people in leadership do it all day. Spiritually. It's not for me. Yes. Normalize taking days off. Normalize. If you don't, if you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like going to work, fuck your coworkers. I don't give a damn if they're going to be sure. I don't care if the patients ain't going to be seen. Fuck all of them. People take care of yourself first. There is only one of you period. Who? Thank you. Amen. And on that note, anything else we need to talk about? Um, you were supposed to talk about some stuff. I really was just upset about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's all I got. I'm still sad about it, but it's gonna be a sad girl winner for me now that he's cuffed. A up. sad girl winner. Yeah. Listen, it's cuffing season. They're gonna break up by February. They better. They gonna break up by February because he he's not gonna buy her a gift. You know what? I don't want to wish that on him. No, maybe maybe he's March. happy. I Spring want him break. To be happy. Spring break because then Megan Thee Stallion gonna come out with another hit and it's gonna you be know hot. You know what? I cannot wait. I'm ready for the sun to come out and for the skies to warm up. I'm ready. Okay, I rebuke you because I'm I, I'm <gasps> loving this cold weather. Ew. Okay, my, I haven't had to run my AC, so my utility bill is looking real nice. Just saying, because I haven't had to run my... I only put my heater on because Elizabeth's Y'all, coming over here. this is here. coming from the person who doesn't even buy double-stuffed Oreos. She buys regular-ass <laughs> fucking Oreos. Don't who judge eats regular-ass Oreos? Me, because I don't even eat Oreos like Ma'am, that. Ma'am, double-stuff that shit or nothing. Triple-stuffed well, if we're really but I don't. Do you party. eat cookies with the milk or not? No. Ew, ew. See, I, I drown mine in milk until they get soggy, and then you it's drown, super soft. You, those fucking wafers you have, those Oreo-flavored little skinny-ass wafers <laughs> you drown nuts. in milk. They're just the regular Oreos, and I just put them what in the What the hell's the point? It's double-stuffed or nothing. I put that on my name. That's all. Because your name means something? Double-stuffed. Oh, my name. interesting. My name is Alyssa Double-Stuffed Fowler. Wow. Okay, Double-Stuffed. from the record. DS. Okay, Alyssa DS Fowler. I got you, girl. Double-stuffed. DS, yep. Oh goodness. That's all I got. That's all you Everyone got? have a a great week. Be safe, y'all. Like if you see anybody with Trump gear on, just walk away. Don't engage. I wish you love and light. Yes. Um c- attend the inauguration via Zoom if possible. Hopefully they'll just have it on Zoom or something. Um, fucking call in if you want to. Yeah. I gave you that power. Listen, fuck your job. Mm-hmm.
Because guess what? They already got your replacement in mind. <laughs> so it really don't matter. They ain't loyal to you. Don't be loyal to them. But I'm still going to work tomorrow because I need my yeah, check. Yeah, no, yeah, we have <laughs> priorities. Yeah, I got a mortgage. Don't mistake that. We will be going to work tomorrow. Thank you very much. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Oh, like, and it's President's Day. Everyone's fucking off tomorrow except for us. Well, first of all, happy Martin Luther King, not day. Oh, it's not President's Day. It's MLK Day. How you fucking disrespectful, bitch. <laughs> I know. President's Day is in you February. Know why? It's because just I know it's a day that everyone else has off and we don't. Yes. A happy, happy belated birthday birthday to dr martin luther the king jr a dream on january the 15th happy birthday he would have been 90 are you kidding he me? was born he was born the same year as my grandmother my grandmother's 96 she's gonna be 97 this year Why? he would have been 97 this I year i just see him as such like a young hot man that i forget that he would have aged yeah because they killed him at such a young age i know yeah the government of the united states of america killed martin luther the king jr the king mm -hmm. he yeah they was born in 29 him. Oh, 29. Then he's younger than my, my grandmother then. Because my grandmother was born in 1924. <laughs> That's what you're doing. He would have been 92. Listen, we, don't, we don't do math around here. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing about being a therapist. Yeah. I don't fucking do math. All, the only math I need is 8, 23, <laughs> 38, <laughs> 52. Units. That's on productivity. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to play them lottery numbers. 8, 23, 38, 52. <laughs> Motherfucker, actually 53. It's 53. See, that's right. why she doesn't fucking get her unit. But see, if you wait till 52, just move the tray table to the other side. 53. <laughs> just peek back in. You want some water? You need right, something? Find the nurse. I'm still talking to the nurse. This is my clock is still going. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, y'all be safe this week. Um, continue to wear your mask. Continue to quarantine. Only go out when you need to. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your ass. Use baby wipes. Brush your teeth. Don't be mercy. Put deodorant on. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bye y'all thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the face-off with fleming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face-off pod be sure to tune into the face-off with fleming and fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released <laughs>